wish your organization would promote you, but somehow it never happens. The promotions always seem to go to someone who is less talented, but does a better job of kissing up, I mean of self-promotion. Well, I've recruited some seasonal professionals who have greatly, graciously agreed to share the secrets you need to know to improve your chances, the tips and strategies you can use to make sure you are a serious contender for that next opportunity. Make sure you stick around until the end when we discuss some surprising reasons some folks never get promoted and what you can do to make them disappear. So let's dive right in. Lynn, what skills and competencies are most sought after by employers considering candidates for promotion? You know, Mary, when I was thinking specifically about um, the accounts payable AP profession, and you know, that is one that used to be so centered on manual data entry. And so, you know, anyone in that field who thinks, hey, as long as I'm, you know, fast and accurate with my data entry or with my filing or, you know, some of those traditional, um, perhaps outdated uh, skills, that's just not, I don't think, going to cut it anymore when it, when no, it comes to promotions. No, no. Um, you know, I've seen time and again, and I've also, um, you know, had different discussions uh, with family and friends who are our <laughs> HR um, people or, or upper management people. And what keeps coming up is the soft skills, yeah. you know, the ability for uh, someone to um, have some critical thinking, um, to be able to converse with and draw in multiple departments, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for some complex problem solving, uh, you know, it, it's communication, it's teamwork all these things that I would say are harder to teach, right. um, but are in such such need. You know, we've got what bots now and, and artificial intelligence, AI, that we have to work better at being humans, you know, that that's still going to come up and be needed for, for workplace situations. And you know what, Lynn, companies are not doing that much training on that stuff anymore. Well, right. And in fact, so that begs the question, anyone listening to this might say, well, then how do I develop these soft skills? Right. And I would think it's, well, research on your own. We know that, uh, you know, the internet's got anything you want out there. So right. choose some reputable sources, <laughs> you know, find, find some help. I would take advantage of any writing courses mm -hmm. or communication courses right. that might be out there. And then I've known people, and I've been guilty of this myself in the past, who have a little note card that they keep near their computer. And it might be just, um, you know, little notes to yourself saying, okay, if blah, blah, blah comes up, know that you need to take a broad approach, for example, you know, so if you're an accounts payable and you're faced with something, don't just, you know, look down the AP, right. you know, centered, um, you know, right. perspective, think about the greater impact on other departments. So you might just need those little cue cards to maybe remind yourself, you know, you need to broaden your perspective and, and look right. beyond just your little um, part of the organization. So Lynn, I also think, you know, Lynn and I were chatting before we started taping this, but we don't know what, what answers each of us came up with. And we were wondering whether we'd have the same insights or not. And I have a little different insights here, oh, although I think actually what you said is, is critical. But also, um, I think that companies now are looking for uh, problem solvers, uh, people who can affect change, who can look at a particular process and say, we need to change one, two, and three. But not just that we need to change one, two, and three. That's not that difficult sometimes to figure out, but can make recommendations as to how we're going to change it and then implement it. And along those same lines, um, and it's this I think is going to become more and more important, people who understand the latest technology and know how to use it. I'm not saying become an AI programmer or anything like that, but you do, do have to under start to understand this 
Absolutely. And, but, you know, I think, well, I'll let you lead the, the questioning, but I did have a similar yeah. message um, too. Go ahead. Well, thinking about, you know, how to demonstrate leadership, mm-hmm. you know, the strategies, you know, the, which when you're demonstrating leadership, I think that um, helps boost your chances of getting promoted. Oh, and so it's about identifying, you know, one or more issues, uh, you know, things that especially the organization cares about, not just mm-hmm. your own little pet right. projects, but if right. you can identify something that could be improved on and you have a plan for how to do that, then that really, I think, can get uh, capture the attention of, of management. So, so oh, go ahead. No, Linda, I was just going to say Linda's right. Um, if you can demonstrate leadership, which is not always so easy. And so some uh, suggestions that I have along that are we need to have good communication skills, which, of course, that's easier said than done. Um, we t- already talked about good problem solving skills. Um, you need to be adaptable because I think we're going to have to change uh, and be flexible. Not my strong suit. I'm going to I'm going to be admitted. Um, and this means continuous learning. And I know I always talk about continuous learning, but I think that's going to be more important than over over the next few years. And um, even though people don't like to hear it, um, public speaking and networking, I think, are ways that you can demonstrate to your existing management uh, leadership skills. Well, right. And, and public speaking doesn't have to be standing in front of a, an audience of 300 on a podium with bright lights. It, it's really about taking a lead even in something as simple as a business meeting. Right. So if you have identified a problem as well as a solution, be the one to initiate a meeting, right. come prepared. Um, don't just have your ideas, but have it backed up with data, you know, from uh, the various organization sources or, or systems right. and take the lead in discussing it. And, you know, along with public speaking, Mary, that facilitation aspect, mm-hmm. you don't want to deliver a monologue. You want to right. engage others hear their um, pain points and just try to bring it all together. Right. So Lynn, sometimes um, you'll find yourself in a situation where no one's singing your praises. Um, either that your never own... happens. <laughs> <laughs> no. Either your boss doesn't realize that he or should, she should be doing it or, um, and I've, I've run into this occasionally, um, and I, I know friends who have, they, they work for a dud who just refuses to help uh, people who work for them. Um, I've been lucky that really hasn't happened to me um, too much, uh, one occasion that I can think of. So in that case, you have to promote yourself, which um, especially women, that's hard for women. It's hard for everybody. So do you have any strategies that you can suggest for this? Well, it's funny you bring up uh, you know, the fact on being a woman. One of my first jobs out of college, I was told by a male boss that I didn't toot my horn, my own right. horn enough. <laughs> so he actually said, you need to do that. Right. And actually, that really stuck with me. And I've tried to do it more over the years. But um, I think, well, there are a few ways, you know, one, many organizations, a manager will have, uh, whether it's weekly, monthly, one on one meetings with you, Mm -hmm. you know, to discuss projects and and what's going well, I think you can take the opportunity to say, hey, here, here's what I did that worked out well. uh, Or here's what I see, this is where you you stand on your soapbox and Mm -hmm. say, here's what I see as a problem. This is what I think we should do. Um, but be sure that you are clear that you've given thought to things. Um, you have had some successes. Bring those up. Hey, this project is done and it went well because I was able to do X, Y, Z. Uh, so take those opportunities. Uh, but again, you know, be uh, sincere about it. You don't want to self-promote if what you're really doing is putting someone else down. Right. 
you know, so don't point. say, well, you know, I just accomplished this because so-and-so has been sitting around at their desk and they wouldn't do the job. Right. You know, that, that doesn't make you look good. No. <laughs> so. No. So um, I, I was thinking about my career, and I remember at one point um, my my whole group had it was year end, and we'd managed to get everything you know done. And one of the other uh, vice presidents uh, wrote a letter. He sent me a letter, or he sent actually my boss a letter, uh, saying what a wonderful job I and my team had done, and which was great. And now looking back on that, you know, he sent it, I said thank you, and that was the end of it. But I think I should have played up that uh, testimonial, especially since he was not somebody who normally you would expect that to happen. Um, so that was one thing. Um, also, I think sometimes when folks are um, not getting uh, pushed forward, if you will, or promoted within their own department, there are things that they can do. So, for example, if there is an interdepartmental task force, or I know uh, sometimes uh, companies do United Way and they ask for a volunteer for each, from each department, you want to volunteer and you want to get to know other people in other departments. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be people who are always at a higher level than you. It can be people at the same level or even people at a lower level. Um, you need to meet um, all sorts of people um, and all sorts, of, you know, so because they could know of an opportunity. Um, and then I think sometimes, you know, your boss will take the, will be of the opinion, I don't know why, because this has happened to me a number of times, where they think you're happy with what you're doing, and you may be, but that doesn't mean you don't want to be promoted. So you need to, like maybe at your annual review, ask for opportunities, say, you know, make sure that people know that you want to be promoted. Um, and also, and this is not so easy, periodically evaluate your own performance and try and be critical about it. Um, you know, don't, I'm not saying knock yourself down, but you want to point out to yourself, what you're doing oh yeah everything you're saying i've just i'm having my my thoughts are going all over the place here mary um you know i think on the note where you said ask for opportunities yeah. you know to um you know do do more or do other or unique things mm -hmm. i think you also have to find them mm -hmm. you know you don't just want to say to your boss hey i would like some different opportunities mm -hmm. i think you could say there's this conference coming up i'd really like to attend or i hear that we're having the united way drive and i'd like to be a part of that so, you know, it goes both, you have to be really willing to just take the step forward because, you know, people, as you already indicated, aren't always um, clear. What did you call them? A dud? You might have right. a boss who's a dud. Yeah. And, you know, your your interests can just go on deaf ears. So you right. have to be very clear and direct sometimes. Right. Yeah. Right. I know one of the first companies I worked for was the Equitable Life Assurance Society. And they and in there, my job was whatever my job was, but also to promote the people who worked for me. I was responsible for and then, of course, my boss was responsible for me. And it, it came as a big shock to me when I left there and I went to work at other companies to learn that that's not how it always worked. Okay. So you want to promote yourself, but you don't want to come across as a braggart. You don't want to be that, oh, God, she's talking about herself again. Um, so do you have any tips on where to, how to draw the line between, as you say, tooting your own horn and just being plain obnoxious? Well, I think we all know that most successes involve more than just you. And so when you have, uh, say, been a part of or have been a leader in a certain project that's gone well, then take the initiative to email the other team members and basically outline, hey, everyone, thank you. So be gracious, um, thank the other, the other people, note the successes that you've achieved by working together. 
and then copy your boss on that. Mm -hmm. And then your boss sees that not only are you being gracious and you're giving credit to others, it's also demonstrating in a more subtle way, you were a part of that team or you led that team right. that resulted in these positive outcomes. I can't tell you, Lynn, because I've stepped back and observed other people, how much better it comes when somebody shares the credit than when they try and take it all themselves. Absolutely. You know, okay. And, you know, show some gratitude. for. Yeah. Okay. Now, before we get to strategies for negotiating a promotion or a compensation increase, something that I was always interested in, by the way, for those who haven't seen or heard many of our 450 episodes on this channel, um, you know, please um, subscribe. And I'd like to also give our guests uh, 30 seconds to tell, the, tell you what their organizations do. Well, thanks, Mary. So I am in the commercial card or the business to business payments arena. I started recharged education um, nearly 10 years ago. Imagine that. And I offer up a lot of education within the realm of payment strategies, commercial cards, um, P card programs, virtual cards. Uh, and I train um, end user organizations that have these programs and, and accounts payable uh, departments, as well as the providers, the banks, the fintechs that offer the products and services. So uh, both ways that I provide a lot of training. And Lynn does some of the AP Now webinars, so. Right, education I think is just, it's, it's a passion. And you know what, Mary, that's another way to promote yourself. If you put yourself out there right. as, as an expert in your department and you are willing to step up and train others, then that's another way to show your leadership and your value and possibly your promotion potential. So this is an area that um, I never was really very good at, in my my personal opinion. So I'm interested to see what you have you guys have to say. Can you suggest any strategies for negotiating a promotion and compensation increase, uh, especially considering the gender pay gap? You know, I think it goes back to partly knowing in advance from your boss, the decision makers, what the expectations are. You know, be very clear. I had a friend of mine who is an upper level manager, and he was telling me how he has an employee who consistently rates herself very highly when it comes time to the annual performance reviews. And, you know, he'll say to me, but to me, she's just doing her job. She is satisfactory. She's middle of the road. She's not doing anything extraordinary. She's doing what's expected of her. So I think, you know, to avoid that type of disconnect, it's very good to be um, clear on what your boss, your organization expects, and then how can you exceed those expectations? And, and so, you know, to negotiate promotions or salaries, once you know what the expectations are, and once you know that you have done above and beyond consistently, uh, you know, and, and to your point, you've maybe gotten some kudos from um, other departments, you know, bring that all together to, to basically document your case as to why you are you know, worthy of a promotion or a salary increase. You might also want to research what the job is worth and document right. it. Uh, because you know, if you are uh, doing a job that it generally pays uh, 75,000 in your uh, particular location, you're gonna be hard pressed to try and get your company to raise you to 100 grand. Um, but what you might wanna do along that line, it probably you know, won't get you all the way there, but make a list of your accomplishments. What have you accomplished? Um, I like to tell people to do this once a year, um, ideally before they're giving out the raises, so right. this information will be fresh in your boss's mind. But make a list of what you have done in, throughout the year. And you, know, you wanna try and keep track of that because it's easy to forget 
Yes. Also, when you're talking about the stuff as much as you can, you also want to point out what's in it for your organization. Don't. It's not just me, 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 me. Um, what does the uh, organization get? Now, I know when it comes to the gender pay gap, that's a, a touchy subject, um, and so you don't want to. You have to be careful how you frame that, and you if. If you're going to talk about it, um, you want to talk about um, equitable compensation. Now, a while ago, we did a, I did a talk on pay transparency and some of the things that are going on in the various states, and I'm going to put a link to it in the description, so if you want to watch it, you can um, after, after this is over. And by the way, the bigger the audience, the more resources we can devote to these talks. So you, if you like this or any of our other videos, please hit that subscribe button. And now, Lynn, I have a question um, that comes directly from me. It's advice I wish I had. When I left my last two jobs, people said things to me like, we never thought you'd leave. We thought you were staying here forever. Okay, and that really irked me. Um, can you suggest strategies for someone who's been in the same position um, for a long time and would like to be promoted but somehow never is? You know, I think... It goes back to being direct um, to make your interests known. Uh, you know, it, you have to be careful too, I think, because you don't want to threaten. You don't want right. to say, well, unless I get this promotion, you know, I'm walking out. Because, you know, some of my friends who are, are in that management position, they've said that's a big turnoff. You know, they just want to say back to their employee, well, okay, if that's so appealing to you, go. <laughs> you right, right, right. You're uh, taking, taking a big risk there. <laughs> right, right. You know, but I think backing it up with um, numbers, you know, you were just talking yeah. about the, the pay differences or equitable pay, you know, seek out any resources that have it documented, you know, what salaries are and things like that. But if they think that you aren't going to leave or you're just happy being stuck in your corner, you have to be you step up and, and, and say, no, I want to be promoted. Tell me what I can do to be promoted. And maybe it's even a matter of asking what is the likelihood of being promoted, even if I am a superstar employee? Because the reality is some organizations, maybe they're just small. They don't have right. any place to put you or to promote you. Uh, you know, so see what's realistic, but make it known. You have got to be your own self-advocate right. uh, to make it known that you want some new opportunities. And you know, you said keep track of your successes. Well, I think you can also keep track over when have you asked for more responsibility? When have you asked for um, the approval to attend a conference or, or do some things that are, you know, beyond your, your core job and, and track, are they turning you down repeatedly or are they seemingly supporting your initiatives? Mm -hmm. And they shouldn't be surprised if you leave, if you can say, well, remember all these things that I was asking you for? Right. Right. Then, then, yeah, you're making yourself known, your interests known, and you can gauge whether or not um, they're receptive, receptive to that based on their response. So the one other thing that I would add to that, because that was very good advice, Lynn, was that you sometimes can seek help from HR. And yeah. I can think back to a, a time um, at the very beginning of my career. Now, I would like to act here like I went and formally did it, but the reality was I happened to be sitting in the cafeteria having lunch one day with somebody, one of the guys from HR, and I was complaining about my boss, Okay, which really is not the advice I'm giving. You want to be more <laughs> formal about it. <laughs> about you know that you and let hr know that you want to be promoted and um 
what what happened is he kept in the back of his mind and he looked for opportunities for me and I was at a low enough level that there were many opportunities in different departments and when there was an opening in treasury he pulled my information and, and sent it over you know assuming that the situation is right you might want to let them know that hey you know I'm um, oh, that's that's great advice yeah. and and it's another thing if you are having conversations like that more of the informal variety right. you might be able to get a sense for whether your organization is one that typically promotes from within, right. or I've known some that will come right out and say, we find more value in getting someone from the outside because they have an outside perspective that right. you know, we think would benefit us. So you need to know that as well. You right. know, again, it's what's the reality? What are the opportunities? Right. You know, what should you expect? And I guess along that line, you can look and see, does this organization usually promote from within? Or, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, this might not be quite the, the same, so the, the answer that you give may be, may be the same, but can you give any advice on getting promoted to someone who feels they're stuck in a rut? I, well, I think if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, then you need to get in touch with what will make you feel otherwise. You know, are you stuck in a rut because your salary hasn't changed? Are you stuck in a rut because your job is to the same day after day, which might mean you need to seek out a different position, whether in AP or treasury or, you know, any of the related areas or even beyond that. So you really have to figure out what do you want? Do you want more challenges? Do you want more salary? Do you want to supervise people? So you need to know what it is would make you feel like you're not in a rut any longer. And then how do you get there? You might also try and get some feedback because it could turn out that they you are in the same position as uh, your friend was saying. He thought the person was an average performer and they thought they were outstanding. And maybe you don't have a realistic view or maybe you do, right. but you you know, it's hard to tell that about yourself. Right. I mean, you can't just sit there silently and, and, and feel like, oh, no one's appreciating you. Right. And, you know, you, you do need to be vocal again, respect it, you know, respectfully and uh, to have some documentation to back up, you know, why you're deserving of a promotion. Okay, so let's talk about some uh, misconceptions about promotions. Um, Lynn, do you have any? Well, you know, I think one is assuming that getting promoted is always a good thing. And I say that, well, <laughs> right. you know, and, and, and again, here, here are my, you know, dinner party conversations. Right. I gather friends and family and I start throwing out yeah. questions like this. So yeah. I've gotten input from, from various people and someone said, the more that I do well, the more responsibility they keep throwing at me. And so suddenly I'm involved with everything and I'm getting a lot of accolades and whatnot, but I'm overworked. I'm exhausted. I can't keep being this one person show. And so I think a misconception is, oh, you'll get promoted and you'll just smooth sailing and, and you might get that you know corner office or, or, or whatever it is. But are you prepared for what a promotion might also bring your way, which could be more work than what right. you expect? Right. You know, I think that's one thing. Um, what, what about what, what are your thoughts on so that? I have a few. Okay. Uh, sometimes uh, uh, people think the promotion always goes to the person who's been there the longest. Hmm. And you know what? In some organizations, it does. And if that's the case, you, sh you should be able to figure that out. Then you have to decide um, what you want to do. But don't assume it's going to go to the person who's been there the longest, because that is not necessarily um, going to be the case also. You have to see what, what goes on in your organization. Um, then there are folks who say, um, all I have to do is do a good job, and they'll know I want to be promoted, so I don't have to do anything else. And don't assume that. 
when you have your review, you want to make it clear that, you know, you are interested in being promoted. Um, and then you can't complain because if there's a promotion and they give it to somebody else, it's too late then for you to go and say, go in and say, oh, I really would have liked that. And they then say, oh, well, we didn't realize because, you know, the damage is done. Now, some folks who are more than qualified often think they're not good enough. And then when the com a company comes to them and says they want to promote them, they are amazed that their company is even considering them for promotion. This is a phenomenon that's not a unique to accounting and accounts payable, although we have it in droves. But you'd be interested to know both Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks have admitted publicly that they have felt this way from time to time. As you probably know, I'm referring to imposter syndrome. We recently did a talk on that, which you can watch right now using the link that has appeared on your YouTube screen and is in the description. As always, I appreciate your likes, shares, comments, and suggestions.